It's time for Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar, and tonight's episode we have photographer Sarah Larson, also riding shotgun, my dear friend, Patty Vasquez. If you haven't already, I've said this a bazillion times, subscribe to us. Wherever you're listening right now, stop for a second. Go check on the button on your computer, your laptop, your uh, flip phone, whatever it is you're listening to, hit the subscribe button. I'll wait. Great. See how easy that was? Review us. That takes a little longer. Five stars. Tell us how awesome this is. Uh, also, email us if you have questions or possible guests that you think would be good for the show. Please also check out my new YouTube page. I do have some video versions of the Singles Only podcast, which is hilarious and fun. I'm going to have a new one of one of my favorite episodes coming up soon as well. Um, so check it out at youtube.com backslash Comedy. Also, most importantly, check out our sponsors. Hey guys, I want to tell you about an amazing book called Perfect Pain by my good, good friend Param Parastran. You probably heard me talk about it if you've talked to me at all recently, but it's a great, great story about how he lived the American dream on the outside, but was dealing with trauma on the inside. And he basically tells you how you can overcome trauma if you're willing to open the darkest doors and really look inside yourself. I highly recommend this book. It's it's such an eye-opener and it's such an amazing story about just it's it's just a great book. You have to have to get it. It's at perfectpain.com or you can get it on Amazon. Again, Perfect Pain by Param Parasran. It's a great great story and it and it's it's uplifting and it's happy and it's deep and it, and it's something that we all should read and it talks about how therapy basically saved his life and i hope you guys will read it and share it with everybody perfectpain.com it's time for singles only my name is paul farvar and riding shotgun today is the voice of treason patty vasquez hi patty hello Patty okay, has sorry, I have my coffee. Patty so. has a coffee with thirty five percent cream in right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I accidentally my elbow got jostled. It's okay. It's really much. good creamer. We have. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. At the singles only studios, we have really good coffee. We have tea and whiskey and gin. Yes, I'm, and, I'm, I'm and going popsicles. Coffee. Just coffee today. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. Well, uh, thanks for coming, Patty. We really appreciate your uh, efforts to be the voice of treason. Thank you for having me. And we have a special guest today. Uh, our first time, or no, not our first time having a photographer, but we do have a, a very famous photographer <laughs> from the Chicagoland area, Sarah Larson. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Hi, Sarah. Hi. It's great to be here. Yeah? <laughs> you. Uh, this is your first podcast ever. Ever, yes. Okay. Well, so far you're doing great. Uh, thank you. And now you are... Uh, single, which is a requirement on the show. Yes. Is this something that happened recently, I think? Yes. How long were you in a relationship for? Um, seven years. Seven so, years? Yes. That's a long time. Yeah, it was a while. But it ended okay, and we're at a good place. So. Okay. Um, That's a long relationship. It yeah. is, yeah. Seven, I haven't done anything for seven years. <laughs> they become part of your DNA at some point, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. It's a untether it's it's more yeah work to extricate was uh is there something that you learned from that relationship that you're like okay this is why uh it didn't work or are you kind of just gonna stay single until you figure it out i don't exactly know why it didn't work i think i mean it was very mutual the breakup was very mutual we just both decided that it wasn't working anymore and so we 
we're like, all right, let's move on. And then I moved out like two months later and, but we still see each other. We still get drinks or food or whatever. Okay. And talk a bunch still. So, but it's, it got to the point when we were living together, but we were just basically roommates. So it just sort of, our relationship just sort of went down. Was it the physical aspect of it that you just kind of weren't uh, connecting yeah. anymore? Yeah. So now when you guys go to coffee and everything, the mm-hmm. pressure is off. Yes. You guys should just be friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, that's, I feel like that's a common thing. It, the longest relationship I ever had, uh, we, it was, first of all, mine was nowhere near. Yeah. seven years it was a year but the last three months we weren't physically connected anymore mm-hmm. we weren't having sex or whatever but we were there all the time for each other and now we're great friends mm-hmm. you know it's five years later so yeah. so i don't know patty do you it have depends. insight on that yeah i mean it just it, it depends on what kind of history you have and what the emotions are like to, yeah to bring you back or not do so you, you have friends yeah mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's what you were supposed to be or maybe yeah. you guys will come back and realize that they were the one Oh, <laughs> we don't, don't put any pressure on that. <laughs> it's like, eh. He's actually moving um, at the end of this summer to, to Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Was that a part of it that you knew that was coming? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you, you knew he was moving yes. and then that was when you were like, okay. Um, yeah. Um, he didn't want to stay for you? No, he's going to a PhD program and I definitely didn't, I like feel like I'm having my business just starting to go and so I didn't want to leave it and um so we we both knew that it wasn't gonna keep going you couldn't do long distance no why because we there wasn't that feeling there you know we we weren't that close to or you know it just we were missing something yeah before that even if he wasn't moving away Mm -hmm. okay so do you see yourself as wanting to uh, eventually settle down and have kids? Is that something that you... Possibly. Okay. It's not a priority for you right now? Mm. I mean, I'm getting older, but it's it's a... I'm definitely open to it, for sure. Uh, hmm. Well... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, but I'm 36. Okay, well, you have to make her feel bad about not wanting to say. Well, you said you're getting older. I'm 36, so I feel like I'm sort of at that age where it's starting to like. You have to make a decision if you want to have kids or not. Yeah. Yeah. But what? Why would you want to get married if you weren't going to have kids? Because a lot of people say, uh, my friends specifically, that Mm -hmm. the only reason to get married is to have kids. What do you say? What do you say about that, Sarah? (laughs) I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, marriage is. Like, I talked with my ex-boyfriend. We've talked about it a lot. And we're like, oh, someday, you know. But he was never that into it. And um, we even talked about, like, adopting before and okay. things yeah. like that. But um, I don't know. The marriage thing just never. It's, it's not something that I'm, like, I have to do it. You know, I feel like you could have a partner for a long time and you don't necessarily need to get married. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I mean, it depends on what you want from the relationship. And sometimes people yeah. will have concerns when it comes to legalities. You know, exactly. Whether it's That's true. Being able to visit each other in the hospital and estate. Oh, right. Healthcare. Yeah. 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 It's, a more of a bit, it's more transactional than it I is. Mean, yeah. That would definitely be a, a concern. Yeah. Consideration. Yeah. yeah. How long did you guys live together? You said you were together um, for seven years. How much of that was living together? I think five years. So that's like a common law marriage in some states. I don't yeah. know. I used to be a lawyer. I should probably know that. But, um, <laughs> So you live with someone for five years. That's mm-hmm. 
that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, are you, are you, how long ago did you guys uh, uh, break up? In November. Okay, so it's, it's still recent. relatively new. Yeah. Have you gone out there again and start dating? Um, or tried not to? Not real. I mean, like, I started talking to, like, an old friend. and Alumni but, status is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, no, I haven't. Because it's still pretty new. You know, well, it's it's been months, so I think you yeah. you got to at least go on the. Have you tried yes. the apps or at least signed up for them? <laughs> no, I tr- I I signed up for Match. I looked at it once and then immediately deleted it. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I you a know daunting. Yeah, to, to go through all those faces. Yeah, and, and like, I feel like the apps weren't a huge thing when we started dating. Yeah, so it's, it's changed. So I never really did it, and now it's like, oh my god. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Statistics show that 78% of uh, dating now is online. I just made really? that up. I was no, going to say, wow. But it's probably, it's probably over 50%, yeah. so you got to go out there. But Match.com is like a whole different beast. Like You can still do the apps on your phone, yeah. like uh, Bumble, uh, Hinge, what else, Tinder. Mm-hmm. There's all a bunch of those. Those you can just kind of yeah. swipe and... Yeah, maybe at some point I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah. You're not looking to start dating again? I could. Yeah. yeah. Do you like being alone? I like living alone right yeah. now. It's great. <laughs> but I don't necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I'm totally open to dating now, but um, I probably want to live alone for at least a year now. <laughs> Who are you? Huh. What are you? Uh, was your ex uh, in the entertainment field, or was he? A- um, he was a musician, okay. and he was a computer programmer, so he did different things. But he wasn't. I didn't meet him through. Um, uh, you know, the comedy world or anything okay. like that. Obviously, because there's seven years. You are involved in the comedy world quite often. Yes. And your your mm-hmm. pictures are, I would say, at least 60% of the <laughs> pictures in Chicago have your name on them. Have yeah. you have you ever dated a comedian or no. been, at, I mean, are, is that something you would do? A lot of comedians listen to this, by the way. So <laughs> be careful. Casting a net. I think the only thing is, mixing work i don't want it to um impact my work or anything like don't show where you live yeah or you don't want to yeah. lose work or have it be weird yeah exactly yeah. that's it, my only concern with that but that's your only concern well, with dating a well, there's no. a lot of concerns no. there <laughs> we're all dented cans as Toby <laughs> maxwell likes to say well you dated a musician too so they're kind of dented too they're kind of damaged goods <laughs> as i, I stare at my guitar it's different <laughs> it's a different kind of damage how so I think we we are a combination of self-love and self-loathing in ways that musicians aren't necessarily willing to go to. We put ourselves on, mm. on, on, the, on the coals, I think, in a different way. You know what I'm talking about. When you get to the end of a song, people applaud. They're like, oh, they finished yeah. the song. Yeah. You get to the end of a joke, and they're like, huh. Yeah, especially <laughs> the new ones. That's true. Well, what, what do you think you would do? Would you date another musician, or did, were you like, did true. you learn from that? Yeah. <laughs> What, what I did always you, like musicians. What do you look? Is that right? Have you dated before the seven-year thing? Did you mm-hmm. have another long-term relationship? The longest I had before him were two separate one-year relationships. Those are long. That's the yeah. longest relationship <laughs> yeah. I've ever had. Yeah. So, so you're a serial. Before you started dating this last guy for seven years, mm-hmm. was there a break of over a year mm-hmm. before you? Okay, so you have been single for a period of time mm-hmm. before. So this isn't going to be. Some shock value, yeah. other yeah. than the fact that it's the it's no longer the nineties, right? Exactly. Yeah. Are you? Uh, what do you? What have? You, what did you learn from a relationship that you're like? Okay, I'm not doing that again. Like, what are the things that you are are red flags for you now in terms of your dating? 
Hmm. You know, the thing is that, well... If, and maybe not just from the last relationship, but just anything you know. Yeah. Your, your vast dating experience yeah. with the three guys. Well, the three combined. guys, like, I'm all still friends with. Yeah. Like, so That's a there's good thing. not really things that I, like, would point out where, like, negative things about them. Well, it's not necessarily a negative thing. Yeah. It's just something that you learn about a connection. Like, for me, I know that I won't date another lawyer because okay. yeah. two lawyers together, especially litigators, just don't yeah. work. Yeah. Or there's certain people that you're like, okay. And and from talking to one of our guests, Patty and I, uh, he doesn't date women in their 30s who haven't had kids that mm-hmm. want kids because he doesn't want that pressure of, uh, you know, there's a time limit where this has to go somewhere Mm -hmm. and i now incorporate that into my world okay so those are things that it doesn't reflect negatively on the people i've dated just now i'm like all right i learned that about myself anything that you have discovered about yourself from the seven-year relationship the two seconds you were on (laughs) match.com or the uh two one-year relationships that you've had um i just think that i would like if someone could be open-minded and not too, you know, close-minded on thoughts. Like, I've talked to someone who is a little bit more conservative in their views, but they also listen to what you have to say. Yeah. And so I think that open-mindedness is a big thing. Okay. So you have a type of open-mindedness, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you definitely like men. Yes. That's, okay, yes. so we've got okay. that covered. <laughs> So men who are open-minded. Okay. And creative. Okay. Why um, is that important? Because you're I, kind of on the creative side. Yeah. So why why would you date another person? Two creatives together might be a bad match. Well, I just like to see how people express themselves. and um, Accountants express themselves through money and true. numbers. Yeah, they might have hobbies, too. So true. Yeah, true. Yeah, if they have hobbies, they're creative too, you know. So not creative professions, just no. creative. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's That's some fair. way to express themselves so they're not pushing it all down and having it come up in weird ways. <laughs> With whiskey? Yeah. That makes sense. Which is fine too. Um, and you're, you drink, so yes. that's not going to be an issue. <laughs> We're just trying to figure out who we could match you up oh. with. So. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let them know we sent you. Have you had any experiences where, um, well, so you've been single now for at least six months. Yes. Have you, you haven't gone on one date or hung out with anyone? Well, yeah, I hung out with my old friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, him and another old friend. 
that you reconnected with. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And why did you do that? Just because it's a comfort level. Probably the that. Well, I went to a wedding and it was out of town, and he was there, and we kind of reconnected there, and so. Hey, well, that don't have That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and did you, you guys are still in touch? Yes. Have you guys had made plans to see each other again? Well, I went out there recently, but other than that, no. <laughs> so twice you've seen this. Yes. So yeah. that seems like, uh, okay, so that could turn into something. But we... Is he married with kids? No. Okay, so that's safe. Yeah, but we decided that we're going to do our own thing. What does that mean? Like, we both can date and stuff, but... We're just regional contractual monogamy. That's what we call oh, it yeah. on the yeah. podcast. That means when he's in town, you guys will date. Do you want to drop the paperwork for? Yeah, you can <laughs> sign a contract. Well, uh, honestly, it's kind of a, we're in a confusing place, and I don't know exactly what's going on. So, well, don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Like you know, he may be dating, or he thinks you might be yeah. dating. Yeah. How far away is he? Don't say the city if you don't want to. But California. Oh, that's far. Yeah. So it's difficult. It's yeah. not like it's Milwaukee or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Milwaukee's still difficult, too. Yeah. yeah. From Chicago. Taking Amtrak, it's not too bad. You can <laughs> <back on the laughs> train. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, not totally sure what's going on with that. Sure. But, you know. Trying to manage the emotions. Yeah. When exactly. it comes to that. Has he been in long-term relationships, though? Mm, I don't think so. Is he a photographer, too? No. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Have you dated other photographers? Can no. you date? I, I, mm. Does that fall through the same thing? I um, almost feel like there would like always be a competition, even though you, you know, you don't, you you would be there for each other as support and everything. But I feel like there's always going to be like an underlying sort of competition. I think that's with any any yeah. field, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. What if you guys both saw like the same picture and then you took us, or you saw the same thing and you both took a picture? It's like who gets it? Right. I mean, I did. I was hanging out with a guy who was a photographer, and like it would be weird when because we both walk around with our cameras and um, we'd see the same thing, and then it's it's just a little weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So no, you can't date a photographer. He has to be open-minded. He's a man, creative, That's funny. Still, why do they have to be funny? Because I like to laugh. Okay, yeah. that seems like a desirable goal. I think everybody. Does, I wonder if there's anybody who says, "I want someone who's humorless." I want someone who's dry and bland. But do you like going out with people who think they're funny? I almost don't like it. Well, I don't think she didn't say she said people who are funny, no, not I'm people just, who think they're funny. Yeah, I'm not just yes. talking about you. I'm just saying in general, though. Like there are, I do feel there's that, different kinds of funny. Yeah, right. Like people, I remember hanging out with a lot of comics who like to tease, like wait staff, or like you know, be always on and goofing. Oh, like so like, frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah. yeah, exhausting. Not that. Yeah, like something yeah. that someone that can make me laugh, like knows what I find funny and mm-hmm. makes me laugh type thing gotcha yeah makes sense um organic humor yes yes not like it's not has no pesticides but that it just happens uh, no, i got naturally. it okay so you so improvers you can no. do improv you don't like improv i'm i'm open <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were laughing because some people are anti-improv what about um so so you had the one year re- you had two one-year relationship mm-hmm. seven-year relationship what about in high school were you were you dating in high school i was a huge dork in high school. <laughs> what does that mean? That could be anything. Um, I was Band not dating. Camp? No. I was more into... I had a twin sister, so we like always hung out together. We were used to hang out like in the art section of... You know, like we used to hang out in the ceramic room all the time. And like we were just not very popular. <laughs> Did you go to dances and stuff? No. 
None? No. I didn't even go to prom. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about... Did you want to go to prom? No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? Evanston. Okay. Yeah. So it was a big community. Yeah. ETHS didn't uh, do it for you when it came to prom? It's not It's just... Yeah. Just you get to... It's, for a lot of people, it seems like a waste, I think. It's huh. I... W- I all I wanted to do when I got to high school is to go to dances. And freshman year, I asked four girls to homecoming. <laughs> they all said no. Aww. And then, uh, Would you have said yes to Paul if you'd known each other in high school? Maybe. Well, you didn't know what I looked <laughs> like then. I was 5'1", 99 pounds. So <laughs> I was tiny, teeny tiny. So, um, But yeah, I always all I ever wanted to do was to go to dances and stuff. And I didn't go to my first dance until I think I was a junior. I just gave up after that. Mm-hmm. And then we had we had three dances. We had homecoming, turnabout in spring, and then prom for the seniors. Or maybe there was three or four. But I, I never was. I was asked senior year. That was the only time I was ever asked to a date. Or no, that's not true. I was asked twice. Okay. Yeah, I was never asked either, so that says something too. <laughs> so when was the first boyfriend that you had? Or college. College? Mm-hmm. Is that when you lost your virginity too then? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's late. I thought I was I late. I know. No, it was late. I know later. <laughs> We've huh? had conversations with people. <laughs> yeah, we've later. had. I, I think I lost mine, well, 18 or 19. It depends mm-hmm. if the first time counts. Because I'm not even, to this day, I don't even know if it happened. Uh, we've covered this, I okay. think. So, okay. So, high school, nothing. Yeah. First relationship was, how old were you? 19? Mm. No, I was older. Really? Yeah. So, in college, you were still kind of artsy, doing yeah. the art? Art yeah. ceramics classes? Well, um, yeah, other art classes, things like that. And I had a lot of guy friends, you know, just not... Romantic. Yeah. Um, I was probably 20 or 21. Okay. Like, first official... Date or mm-hmm. dating? Mm-hmm. Was he a musician, too? No. What was he? Um, Age appropriate? He was a little bit older. What do you mean by that? <laughs> um, he used to work with my sister, and he was maybe like nine or ten years older. Oh, that's not that old. So 30, you yeah. were 20? Yeah. He wasn't like a teacher or anything, was no, he? No. Okay. That would have been cool. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is that how you lost your virginity then? Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. So, we're, so, And did that turn into a, a relationship or no? Yeah. That was a one-year mm-hmm. one? Oh, wow, mm-hmm. okay. So, and you didn't live with him? No. Okay. And then, uh, how did that end? Mm. It wasn't the greatest. He it, ended it? Or you? Yeah, ended he it? ended it. Okay. I think he was like, you need to do your thing. You're like... You need to grow. Yeah. Blossom. Yeah. And I had a hard time. And then we were like friends for a little while and hung out. And then, um, then I met the guy after that. And then we didn't talk for like a whole year. The whole the time we were dating, the whole the whole time I was dating the other guy, we the didn't, second guy. Yeah, we didn't talk the whole time. So this first relationship with the older guy mm-hmm. was about a year. Then mm-hmm. how long after when you met the second guy that was a year long? Within months. Mm, maybe six. Okay. Once to a year. I can't remember really. That's fine. So then that guy was age appropriate? Yeah, he was four years younger. Four years younger. Wow. Yeah. This is a huge. <laughs> your 
options are wide open. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Like your, yeah. your age isn't an issue. <laughs> male, open-minded, funny-ish, and creative. So you've got a lot of options here, Sarah. Okay. So what happened with that guy that you dated for a year? Um. Well, I think it was, it was four kind years of, younger. Yeah. So he got to the point where he's like, I need to go do my thing. <laughs> and so he did that. And then we broke do up. Do my thing. What well, does that you, even mean? You know, he... Grow like, as a person? Yeah. Sow your oats? Yeah. Sleep he, around? Pretty much. <laughs> Is that what it means? I don't know. Sow your oats? But, yeah. But um, I think... Get wild. It, it means get wild. Wait, so was he still in high school? No. Okay, okay. I was going to say, wait a minute. He just... <laughs> he just graduated. Uh... I think he was 22 and I was 25-ish okay. or 26, I guess. Around there. Somewhere okay. around there. Okay. So. And then he wanted to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you still stay in touch with either of these two guys? Yes. And are they these two guys the California dude? One of them. Is oh, here. really? Okay. That's cool. That's a good uh, reconnection. Yeah. So I feel like you've only... Okay. Let's We'll get back to that in a second. But... Mm-hmm. After that, he did his own thing, this this juvenile that you dated that was younger than you by a lot. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, how long until you met the guy that you dated for seven years and lived with? Probably a couple years. Okay. And then in that couple years, mm-hmm. were you dating around or? Just, you know, I used to hang out at bars and stuff and I would, I mean, I, like neighborhood places where everyone knew each other and so. Sometimes things would happen. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um. So, so you got to do your thing at yeah, some point, yes. it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what did you learn from that experience? You're like, I don't like being single. I don't like to do my own thing. I mean, I had a good time, <laughs> <laughs> but I was out too much. What does that mean? <laughs> drinking out too much. And do you think that being in a relationship prevents you from going out and drinking? No. I, it, m- no. Okay. Well, what were you going what what to what say? Well, I was going to say that sometimes when I'm in a relationship, I go out more right but it's both because it feels festive yeah yeah but now i'm getting like i don't have my both the neighborhood bars that i used to go to are gone oh and so what bars are those or what neighborhood was this uh in evanston and rogers park what was it what bar in evanston uh should i say yeah Yeah, prairie moon oh Oh, that's right prairie moon closed well the the original building did, and now they're in a different location. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we're Tommy Nevins. I'm sorry. I've got I was, yeah, that's what that's I was. torn down. Oh, yeah, Nevins that is gone. That's why I was Nevins asking. Nevins is gone, but yeah. uh, pra- the Prairie Moon was, was right across from there, right? Like across the yeah. little parking mm-hmm. lot. So that's moved as well. I'm sorry. I have to get No, you're details. fine. That's why I, that's why I asked, because <laughs> I, I, exp- I, I have fond memories of Nevins. I, yeah. And I love Prairie Moon. Yeah. I don't know Prairie Moon. Well, Prairie Moon is now in the old Dave's Italian kitchen. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Over by there. All right. So you lived in Evanston in your 20s then? No. Okay. I, I lived in Rogers Park okay. for most of my 20s. And then you went to the bars in Evanston though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's close enough, I suppose. Um, all right. So then you had this two years where you did your own thing and then you met this uh, guy uh, that you ended up dating for seven years. Mm-hmm. How did you meet him? In bar. In Rogers at, Park. <laughs> at those same bars? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, you can't do that anymore. I don't think I guys can meet at bars or w- men and women can meet at bars anymore. It's just really hard. Yeah. And then, you know, the thing is that I knew him for a long time. Or Before. Yeah. And it was, you know, like all of us were friends. Like we'd go out and have barbecues together. And so it was like, it wasn't like just 
some guy sitting at a bar and I just started talking. Like we knew each other for a while. He was a regular so, at the yeah. same bar yeah. around the same circles. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to venture out of your own circles. It sounds like you're going yeah. back in the same circle. True. Of yeah. three guys. <laughs> what about the other guy? Not the California guy. What happened to the other one? He's still my friend. Still around? Mm -hmm. Do you guys ever hang out? Just as friends, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is he married or anything? He has a long-term girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So that's off the table. So you're, no. you need to expand your options. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like events, you know, like yeah. mutual interests. You see like fundraisers for things or art. Big fan of yeah. meeting people at fundraisers. I think that's the best thing to do. Or go on the apps. I think you can yeah. do that too. Because you yeah. have so, like you have a vast area where you can explore people that are open-minded, funny-ish, and uh I don't know, creative men, any age gap, it seems yeah. like works with you. Although now, 10 years old, it might be, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. I think so. Maybe. I, I mean, you know, it all depends. That's ageist, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> it all depends, you know, how things, how we're connecting and everything. Did any know? of these guys end up being celebrities? No. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> then you could have used that to your right. advantage to expand you, you your. You just wanted to promote the podcast. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. So ex <laughs> no, we could just so they can help her with her career too. Be like, oh mm -hmm. well, you can expand your photography stuff. Oh, there you go. Right. Mm -hmm. How about like on when you're taking pictures of people? Have mm -hmm. you ever had the desire to um, turn into turn it into a non-professional relationship with your subjects? No, mm. that hasn't happened yet. Ha I know, I know it hasn't happened, but have you had that thought to make it happen? Because that's a common thing that happens when it's the other way around, right? With women um, and photographers, or women who They're date their photographers. Yeah, you could turn the whole system around here, Sarah. Yeah. Be open-minded. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm honestly like at this point, I'm open to whatever, but. Like I said, I just don't want anything to affect my work. Like, What do you learn from someone when you're photographing them? What do you tend to find in them? I mean, to Paul's point about being attracted to somebody, are you, I would think that the way you're trying to make sure they look their best mm -hmm. isn't necessarily for your consumption. It's to make sure that they bring out the best of themselves. Right. Just sort of like what makes them laugh, like uh -huh. something that will make them feel comfortable. I like to try to make people feel comfortable just by talking sure and um i don't know um is there a vulnerability that you look for too when they're yeah. being photographed yeah um, it depends i guess on yeah, what the purpose yeah is. I, I do all sorts of photos so yeah it really depends on um what the well some of the some of the people you do you photograph musicians um i'm trying to do more okay yeah so in those situations, you know, bands are, are not like comedians where they need headshots every two right. years or two months or whatever. You can you can make the move on a drummer and just be like, hey, what's up? You want to do our own thing and then leave and go to that bar in Evanston? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's possible. Yeah. I don't think he'd be offended. Would he? I don't know. Yeah. Turn the whole system around, Sarah. Yeah. That's how Cindy Crawford met her husband. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I Cindy? feel like there was some. I feel like you're making up a lot of things. No, 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 no. The, wrong the stats. One thing, no, that was a joke. I called myself out. But I do know for a fact that many models and actresses 
have ended up dating their uh, cinematographer and photographers and because they know how to make them look good yeah they just want free photographs and then there's i feel like there is some sort of connection working with someone you know Mm -hmm. and it's just because you're in an intimate setting where you're the subject is vulnerable yeah and you're finding that vulnerability or what makes them laugh or and whatever and it, it makes them happy and if it's making you happy at the same time, I think that's a that's a thing. Maybe not a stand-up comedian. Avoid right. them at all costs. But <laughs> the other ones, mm-hmm. Patty, you don't seem convinced by my <laughs> Why? What's the downside? No, I'm not saying there is a downside. I'm just trying to imagine that relationship. She's an independent contractor, so yes. it's not an uh, employee-employer situation, right. which I would say is a negative. She's not photographing other photographers, which is the competitiveness. Right. Um, you're not on apps, and you're mm-hmm. not going to meet people at bars as often as you used to. The thing that you do the most is photography. That's where you're going to yeah. meet people. It's like it's like if uh, it's like if a comedian dated someone in the in the audience. I don't know. There's a weird element to it, isn't it? Where you're like looking at the schedule and, and saying, "Oh, I wonder if they're going to be hot." You know, it, and you, hate to, <laughs> you hate to imagine. I'm not if, saying like be I, a predator. I'm and like, that's be what, like, doesn't it kind of lend itself? I'm not going to take your pictures. <laughs> Well, then you imagine like male photographers like going through going, okay, I got this babe on Tuesday, I got this other hottie coming in on Thursday. That's how all the 70s porn was. It was literally <laughs> everything was a photo shoot and then it ends up all of a sudden bass yeah. starts appearing in the background like, is that music? You have to separate porn from reality. Really. Yeah. No, but I think that, yeah, I'm not saying like you're not going to take jobs if the guy, oh, he doesn't look open-minded and funny, <laughs> I'm not going to photograph him, but... It's an option, I think. Especially in a sure. band setting, there's going to be like four bandmates. Right. If they're all male or three or four of them are male, there's going to be one that, that catches your eye. Yeah. The bassist and the drummer are usually the artsy guys who, like you, were, were dorks in high school, right. as you say. <laughs> Boom. I think I've solved this. <laughs> this is what we do. We create matches. On It should be called creating matches, not singles only. Yeah, well, you still have to have that little soiree. Ugh mingle mix and mingle single, for, yeah we're gonna have all the former guests in a room oh nice that are still single a lot of them aren't anymore some are married already I know, that's that crazy. crazy and divorced i think that someone got married and divorced since you started this haven't they i believe so yeah. so, <laughs> so make, i don't know if you want to rely on your experience on we do magic only. here at sarah uh at singles only sarah where can uh we're out of time when can people where can people find out more about your uh work and, and hire you <laughs> to perhaps possibly uh, date yes. no, 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 no. i didn't say that you, you did weird. i know it's um i have a website at sarahelizabethlarson.com sarah with an h yes sarah with an h and larson with an o so sarahelizabethlarson.com and then my instagram is um self photo so it's s-e-l-f-o-t-o and how much do you charge for headshots? <laughs> varies. <laughs> varies. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sarah, for joining us on this podcast. Uh, I want to have you back and see what happened when you took my advice and, uh, and, and, and did what I said to do. I like it. Sounds and uh, great. and thanks Patty for being the voice of treason once again, <laughs> and thank you all for uh, listening to another episode of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar. Please subscribe to us already if you haven't, and check out the new YouTube page at Paul F Comedy. We have some of our video versions of Singles Only, and uh, one of my favorites is going to go up soon. By the time this airs, you'll probably see it. <laughs> <laughs>